0: Hey everybody, this is Doug Robertson of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. I cover Atlanta United in Major League Soccer, and ticking away the moments that make up the dull days, seems like a pretty good segue into discussing Atlanta United manager Gerardo Martino's future with the club. We spoke with Martino today ahead of the biggest game of the season against New York Red Bulls in Harrison, New Jersey, to ask him about more... Tweets slash reports tying him to jobs in Mexico, to Argentina, to the US, uh, to everywhere from Publix to the Philippines, for all I know. And again, as he has said for the past few weeks, Martino said that he has not had any contact with anyone. So, how could he, how is he basically not denying these reports? He went on to say, and I thought this was pretty funny. I'm taking it with humor this morning because it's funny in these situations that I'm always asked to clarify things, but the people who should be clarifying things are the people making these reports and claims. I'll just repeat what I've said. We are focused on talking to Atlanta United. So how do you interpret Martino's comments? A lot of people are interpreting it to mean – that he has in fact made up his mind and is going to leave but doesn't want to announce anything because it would create a distraction for the Five Stripes who lead the supporter Shield standings over Red Bulls, uh, 63 points to 59, and who are the 538.com favorites to win the MLS Cup. That's a perfectly legitimate viewpoint. Uh, others think that he's going to return uh, or is leaning toward returning and simply has not made up his mind yet. That's also a legitimate viewpoint. Both viewpoints are kind of jaded uh, by coaches who consistently say they're not going to do one thing, that they deny the one thing, and then, in fact, do that very same thing. Uh, Notably, Nick Saban leaving the Dolphins for Alabama, Patrick Vieira leaving NYCFC for France. Uh, There's many, many examples of coaches Categorically denying jobs and then taking those jobs. So I don't blame anyone for thinking that Martino may not be telling the truth, that he is in fact going to leave. I think it may be more a situation that Martino is leaning towards staying with Atlanta United, is simply trying to focus on this massive game against Red Bulls. And then in two weeks, when Atlanta United is off, He'll sit down with Darren Eels, Carlos Bocanegra, Arthur Blank, have their contract discussions. He may, in fact, tell them, hey, I do want to talk to Mexico. I do want to talk to Argentina just to see what they have to say, and then come back to Atlanta United and make a, as informed a decision as he possibly can. I don't think that's a, an unrealistic or unprofessional expectation of Martino also. I'm sure Atlanta United – has likely had discussions with him saying, while you're making up your mind, we need to conduct our due diligence because should we make it to the MLS Cup, training camp is about six weeks away. The draft is five weeks away. We need to have a manager in place to move forward, so we're going to do some background on some potential candidates. Again, that's not an unrealistic expectation. I don't think it's an insult to Martino. Uh, I think it's just how businesses should work. Um so we'll see what happens. I think that I would be surprised if Martino would want to manage Mexico or Argentina. Yes, there is a wealth of talent in, for both teams in both countries. Uh, it's difficult circumstances for managers. Juan Carlos Osorio had success with Mexico, had a very long tenure with Mexico, but he is the exception. Uh, compared to the norm of Mexico the previous few years. Argentina, as we saw in the World Cup in Russia, imploded upon itself uh, with player revolts and everything. Martino has gone through Argentina once, managing it from 2014 to 16. It is his native country, but I don't know if that's a challenge that he would like to take on. The most interesting possibility, if he doesn't want to return to Atlanta United, And who would, in fact, perhaps fulfill his claims that he has not had contact with anyone, and I'll split that hair in a second, is with the U.S. men's national team. It's obvious that Martino does like a challenge, or he wouldn't be at Atlanta United. He does like like the idea of building something from scratch for the success that the U.S. men's national team has had in making the past World Cups until not qualifying for Russia. I think that it's not illogical to say that this is a reboot for the U.S. men's national team in terms of finding the talent necessary to become a more powerful national team in the world structure, to setting up the youth national teams to ensure future success, to coaching strategies, to coaching acumen to just basic knowledge that Martino can pass down from his experiences from Duels Old Boys to coaching Paraguay to managing Duels Old Boys to managing Barcelona Barcelona to Argentina etc. this in my mind is the most important hire that the US Men's National Team is going to make and I really can't think of a candidate better suited for it than Martino. Now, going back to splitting that hair This is all conjecture. This is all just me trying to put pieces together that may not even fit. Uh, It's not based upon any reporting, any background, any off-the-record conversations with anyone. Okay. So Martino has consistently said that he hasn't been approached by anyone other than Atlanta United, no contact other than Atlanta United. Obviously, Carlos Bocanegra, vice president of Atlanta United, technical director of Atlanta United has had roles with the U.S. men's national team, still has roles with the U.S. men's national team. You could say that when Martino says he's not had contact with anyone other than Atlanta United uh, in regard to jobs, that is technically true. Bocanegra is Atlanta United. He also has had roles with the U.S. men's national team. I probably don't think he would insert himself into this if Martino was the candidate other than to perhaps give a recommendation based upon success with Atlanta United. But anyway, that could be the hair that is being split uh, by Martino. Uh, Atlanta United has consistently said no comment to any questions about Martino and his future. That is the team's stance regarding all speculation involving their personnel. Um, Any leaks that you see coming about Martino, I would be stunned if they're coming from Atlanta United. I would be stunned if they're coming from Martino – if you remember when he was announced by Atlanta United, the leagues didn't happen until about a week before. It came from South Florida first. I'm not quite sure why, uh, other than maybe be in sports uh, and its ties to Latin America and, and Europe. Um, but anyway, it didn't come. There wasn't an obvious connection to Martino or Atlanta United's camp because Martino has no agent. And Darren Eels and Carlos Bocanegra have been very, very, professional, steadfast, and dedicated to their policies regarding speculation. So anyway, let's talk a little bit about Sunday's immense game. Uh, You're going to hear interviews, uh, with Martino talking about the job uh, speculation, as well as interviews with Julian Gressel and Leandro Gonzalez-Perez talking about New York Red Bulls. I think one of the key matchups in this game is going to be Julian Gressel versus Kamar Lawrence, and I think the other key matchup is Tyler Adams versus Miguel Amoron. Whichever team's player wins those two matchups, I think will win the game. I do think Atlanta United goes in with no pressure, four-point lead of Red Bulls with what would then be three games left. That's an immense challenge for Red Bulls. Based upon the team's remaining schedules, Atlanta United at Chicago, New England, and Toronto, all teams that will have been. Eliminated from the playoffs by that point. Atlanta United has an easier run in. They would only need to get a few points. I think they're going to get it. I think they'll get the top seed. I think they're going to win the Supporters' Shield. Now, I'll let you listen to the interviews with Martino talking about the job speculation. Then you're going to listen to Julian Gressel talking about a variety of topics. And then you'll get to hear Leandro Gonzalez-Perez. It was always a good interview. First, we'll start with Martino.
2: He's doing great.
0: Have you made a decision on the proposal received from Atlanta United?
2: Si has decidido, bueno, si tienes una decisión sobre la propuesta que.
0: Hey, seguramente esta
2: semana
3: esta semana es absolutamente de enfocarse en Red Bull. Seguramente la semana ya volveremos a hablar con Dar.
2: Yeah, this week uh, we're absolutely focused on Red Bulls, and after this game, we'll uh, we'll go back and talk with there.
0: Are you aware of the reports? This week, saying that either you're going to be named the manager of Mexico as early as next week.
3: <laughs> there's also a report that has me working at Publix.
0: Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's also a report that says you're deciding between Mexico and Argentina. Ah. Are any No, nope, just Mexico ah, and Argentina. No, Atlanta. <laughs> Not Atlanta. Are any of those reports true? <risa>
3: alguna si alguna es cierto no eh, yo siempre digo que eh, me, me parece en este caso ahora lo lo tomo un poco de forma risueña y pero en realidad me parece muy injusto que lo eh, que l, l, los los las cosas que se dice las salga a aclarar quien no la quien no la dice yo, si yo no digo nada no tengo nada para aclarar los que lo tienen que aclarar son los que lo dicen lo mismo: Yeah,
2: I'm taking it, you know, with humor uh, this morning because it's funny in these situations where I'm always asked to, to clarify things, but the people who should be clarifying it are the, the people making these claims and all the reports. So um, I'll just repeat what I've said that, that we're focused on, on talking to Atlanta.
0: That's how these things get perpetuated though, because you're not denying them.
2: But I've said that I've never
3: talked to anyone, so how have I not denied
2: okay. it? Uh, just want to make sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so the
0: Red Bulls game is Sunday, October first is what? In a couple of days after that, are you going to need more time to make your decision about Atlanta United?
2: si vas a necesitar más tiempo eh, antes de esa fecha límite de 1
3: de octubre. Sí, yo creo que, eh, sobre todo cuando esa fecha se pone, me me parece a mí, contractualmente, cuando he llegado el caso que no hay ningún tipo de conversación, pero nosotros con, con la dirigencia ya llevamos tiempo conversando, o sea podría ser podría haber sido antes puede llegar a ser después pero en realidad este imagino yo que es una fecha este puesta cuando sobre todo para respetar si no hay ningún tipo de diálogo pero en este caso es todo lo contrario es un tema que venimos conversando al menos una vez en toda la semana yeah I think it, it would be
2: um you know a deadline to respect if there hadn't been any kind of talks but we've been in continuous talks you know up until this point and before and after, um,
3: so, entonces, no, no, hay que no tom- me parece que no hay que tomar, no, 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 significa tanto esa fecha del 1 de, de octubre, eh, da, eh, tomando en cuenta como está la situación de diálogo. So,
2: because of that, I don't think, uh, you know, that we have to make any kind of decision because of the way that we've been talking about things, this whole uh, situation. Right. T- tactically, <coughs> the
1: Red Bulls. Your team likes to play like vertically is <coughs>
0: Now we're going to continue with Julian Gressel. Matchup with Kamar Lawrence. Seems like it's going to be pretty uh, tasty. What does he do well?
4: He's a good player. You know, like, I mean, he's very fast. I mean, that's probably one of the biggest things there. It's going to be tough for me or for anybody on the right side to get him behind him. That was a defense wall, you know, and, and you got to be careful of his speed going the other way as well. So we'll, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun, you know, and, That's kind of what you want. You want a good matchup on your side. And, uh, yeah, I'll try and get the better of him.
0: There have been a lot of words written about you in the past two weeks. Uh, I was curious how much of them you read, and how does it make you feel?
4: I read all of them uh, (laughs) just because I want to know what's going on too, you know. Um, And, I mean, I don't really know how it makes me feel because I just, I mean, I'm doing the interviews as well, you know, so mm-hmm. I kind of kind of know what the story's about and what what is coming, but it just, uh, yeah, I think it's more of a, a tribute to, to kind of what I've done on the field, and that, that interest from the media uh, comes, yeah, inc- increasingly more. It's just, uh, yeah, a matter of the product on the field. Um,
1: so, yeah, yesterday Chris Armas actually mentioned you um, as a player to watch. I you know, he said not a lot of people talk about you we're all talking about um, <laughs> you but he mentioned you're someone to watch like when you know that how do you inti- what kind of matchup do you anticipate what kind of uh, attention do you think you'll have or do you think you'll need to play quicker or do you expect tighter marketing
4: what do you think you'll, you'll see tomorrow uh um I mean I think the Rebels have their identity you know and I don't think they'll change it no matter what the opponent is so I think they're going to go out and try and play their style just like they do every week obviously um there's a lot more weapons that than, than we have on the field than some other teams, so they're gonna have to account for some more other guys, uh, not just me. <laughs> um, so, uh, but I mean, I've, I've had it before in the, in the I noticed it a, a few times where we played New York City, at home for example, early in the year, where uh, it was Burger's job to kind of not let me get the ball, the ball, the ball, so that was in that, in that game, and I still found a way, you know, to, to, to contribute. So. Yeah, it's just a matter of kind of seeing how they actually going to come out. Um, we'll help as you have an idea. But then seeing how they actually come out and then adjusting it. Um, I still want to have a, a big impact on the game and still want to play my game. Um, but it's nice, it's nice of him to say that.
5: Atlanta's been so dominant. Um, you know, over the last two seasons, you guys have beaten almost every team. New York Rebels is not one of them. I wonder if that's something that you guys have <laughs> talked about or gives you any added motivation outside of this Porter Shield race.
4: I don't think we need any added motivation. but uh, We actually haven't talked about it, and I didn't know that either. But uh, um, No, I think the, the support of sheer race and, and mm-hmm. the what's at stake, I think three points, if we can collect those three points this weekend, I think, are massive. You know, almost almost guarantees you a trophy, and, and that's kind of what we're focused on, uh, not really anything. Yeah, and I, I,
5: that's kind of another thing I wanted to talk to you about. Tata talked after the game against Real Salt Lake about that a point is essentially a good result for you guys. But you've also talked a lot of, in the past about how Atlanta plays best when it's going out, looking to score goals, trying to win games. How do you kind of balance those two ideas at the same time?
4: Uh, it's a lot of game management. You know, I don't think we, we need to be worried about about tying or losing the game in the first five, ten minutes, you know. like it's it's a, uh, We're still going to go out and play off-style, like you said. You know, we still want to win the game. Um, but obviously we're going to be aware of it once it comes down the stretch and we're tied and we're like... Alright, do I really need a bomb on here or is it, you know, can I just be a little more conservative and actually try and think a little more defensive like? So just gotta see how the game goes and it's nothing like I said, nothing we'll worry about in the first half I think. You know, it's more of a more of a game situation, more of a game management like situation that we'll have to have to deal with as how yeah, however the game goes. Julian yesterday um, speaking
1: about Lamar Lawrence, he one of his quotes that came out of training was um, and I'm kinda of paraphrased but it was something like Atlanta like bring everything you've got we're ready bring it to New York come, come on alone so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tweeted it so I could read it like yeah, accurately but what do you think about that? I mean it's, it's just a big game. I think it just sounds like the vibe, you know they're re- they're ready for you guys too and they know yeah. that they're good they know you guys are good so
4: yeah I think good answer right? exactly I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a good matchup and uh, they know that we know that and what script movie be show' sure doing that best
0: It seems like they're trying to put the pressure back on y'all yeah with those kind of quotes.
4: Yeah, um, but that's not the reality, you know I, th- I think the reality is that they have to win the game In, in order to, to kind of make it really tight again um, You know, I think, like Tata said I think a tie is a pretty decent result for us, you know Because uh, they're going to eventually run out of games if if, if if they don't win, you know And, uh, um, yeah, so it's it it's might just be a little reaction To kind of get the pressure away from them But, um, yeah, they know it, we know it So, yeah, it's just how it is what the situation is like.
0: What's a, a lesson you've learned playing in other big games that you can apply to this one to try to increase the probability of success?
4: It's just uh, that it's, you know, it's just all, it's uh, as big of a game as it is, for me, I always like to think about it as just another game as well, you know, because if, if you really think about it too much and, and really like change things up and you're not in your routines and you're not really like what you see every week and and then that might uh that might uh yeah just lead to not as a good performance as you usually think you know so um for me personally I know everybody's different but for me personally I just like to do the same things I usually do you know and Watch the film the same way. I I, I prepare the same way the, the day before, the day off, you know. So it's just uh, kind of things like that 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 I try and try and stay consistently throughout how I how I prepare for games throughout the year.
1: Julian, do you have a favorite way win in your career, college or pro, that you think back and you're like, that that was a huge victory on another on an opponent's field?
4: I mean, the, the biggest one is probably the one in Maryland. Who we played there, we were down four-one and came back five-four. But uh, I think if we win there, uh this week it might, might come pretty close to it. alright. You like your FIFA rating?
0: Didn't you ask me like that question? <laughs>
4: <laughs> um I told him there's uh there's always these live updates every <laughs> week. So whenever you play good the rating goes up as well in FIFA. I'm trying to shoot for that every <laughs> week, you know. <laughs> but no, that's fair. pressure. Yeah. <laughs> one, more,
1: one, more, one more way to stay consistent, right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. So okay. we'll, get to,
4: we'll get adjusted throughout the years as I continue my career. It's <laughs> not <laughs> your Eastlake at the, the, the,
0: the Tour Championship. Oh. And now, Leandro Gonzalez-Perez.
1: Yeah. I'm that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Eh, y por
6: la River
2: What would he prefer, like a, a big win at home or to win by one goal on the road?
6: De preferir but if I si gano por un gol afuera gano por un gol en casa o
1: Bueno, como que la importancia de ganar fuera de casa básicamente,
6: como ser Bueno, obviamente Eh, Obviamente que prefiero golear en casa y poder ganar de visitante Creo que la la diferencia que estamos haciendo es por lo bien que nos está yendo fuera de casa Eh, Porque con respecto a la pasada temporada Bajamos el promedio de local Y subimos muchísimo el promedio de visitante
4: yeah.
2: Uh, I prefer both, you know, I prefer a big win at home But also winning on the road
4: uh,
2: I think that's the difference for us this season Is is our play on the road uh, Because last year we took a lot more points from our home games But this year we've been able to make up those points on the road And that's why we're in first place
1: cambio de mentalidad, la consistencia fuera de casa.
6: Creo que ya una madurez del equipo parece que todos nos vamos conociendo más, sabemos cómo cómo estamos reaccionando ahora ante momentos adversos o o ante situaciones difíciles, sabemos sacarlas adelante que por ahí en la temporada pasada nos veníamos abajo Eh, creo que eso lleva a este proceso de de conocerse y de empezar a, a identificar
2: yeah, the question was just about what's led to that improved play on the road. And he says, I think it's just the, the maturity of the team. We've now been together longer, so we know how we like to play. Um, we know how to react in, in difficult moments uh, in adverse situations. And we know how to react to you know the good moments and also the bad
0: Martino uh, just said that this is the most important game, maybe, for, for the team in th- for the past two years. Uh, when he says something like that, is it more difficult for the players to kind of approach this as it's just another game?
2: Tata dijo que puede ser el partido más importante de los últimos dos años. And if that's harder to...
0: If it makes it more difficult for the players to approach it as just another game, as most of them have said no. they're going to try to. I, I, I
6: agree with him... Uh, for the history to the club is one of the the most important games because if we won we have a big difference like uh, New York Red Bulls uh, seven points like nine in mm-hmm. in a row yeah nine in a row on nine left uh, it's a big step for the supporter shield uh, for the Champions League the CONCACAF Champions League too uh, we have these two objectives right now and we try to make it
0: the CONCACAF Champions League when I've asked players about that this week gotten a mixed reaction about if that's a goal is that something that you're looking forward to potentially playing in next year?
6: yeah uh, it's a big temptation mm-hmm. it's a big temptation for the next year for the next season to, to be here Mm-hmm But I don't know, Uh, I am happy here, I am comfortable here, but I don't know what happened with my future. Uh, I am focused here and I try to make my best effort for for, for win the the objective Uh Uh, and we try to make it.
2: Pregunta si si tienes ganas de estar en esa competición.
6: De, ah. de yeah, sure. It's a big competition,
0: right? Uh,
6: ah, yeah, it's it, it's a very
2: prestigious competition.
0: Well, what did you think I asked?
2: Que que <laughs> pensabas que que
6: preguntó? Pregun- pensé que preguntó si era como algo para la que Ah, if
2: if that were, if playing in the Champions League would be like. Uh, a reason a motive uh, I don't know. Buen para la like yeah. uh, something that would make players stay here oh
0: ok gotcha uh, <laughs>
2: well, your opinion, your, That's opinion okay. your opinion <laughs> of
5: George Bello you play next to him on the pitch um, just one your assessment of his play and what he offers
6: well he grow up a lot in this year and when he start with us he's a young player he's a kid but with the time we were he, we were with us, uh, he focusing. Yeah, he's he's been growing. Yeah, he's growing. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a good player. Uh, he has really good qualities. And he need to keep growing up, and, and focusing. And maybe he he will be good. Very good.
1: A
2: couple more, and then he's got to go.
6: Yeah, no, a Le está
1: preguntando a los muchachos si ellos recuerdan una victoria fuera de casa en su carrera que haya sido memorable. Así que, en su carrera en Argentina, si hay alguna victoria en una cancha ajena, visitante que eh, te marcó.
2: Most memorable away
1: win. ¿Por qué en
6: Atlanta también? Sí, sí, pero estoy. Y bueno, la de San José, perdiendo 3 a 1, en la vuelta del partido 4 a 3, eh, sobre la hora de un partido de película. Entonces, pues por ahí no fue nuestro mejor juego but I think it mostró mucho character and the impact of the team to want to win and seguir siendo to be pues yeah, the first and maintaining that difference it took an extra and we
2: were able to win the game Yeah, the game recently in San Jose to go from being down 3-1 to winning 4-3 uh, it's like something out of a movie and I think it really showed the team's character and, and that fighting spirit uh, uh, you know, just to stay fighting at the top of the table
5: do you expect some more pressure uh, on you individually the player and the other center backs against Red Bulls the way they like to press um, on the back line?
2: Si, esperas más presión en, sobre todo los centrales jugando contra un equipo como Red Bulls que presiona mucho.
6: Yeah, I would expect that. They have to win. They, they win, sorry. Yep. They win. Uh, we know that. we will be ready for, for, for this? They press high and we try to keep the ball
2: and manage the game
4: and, and try to press high, too, and maybe it will be a great game. Yep. All right. Thanks, guys.
0: Thank you. And, uh, As always, I hope that you'll follow me, Doug Robertson, on Twitter, at Doug AJC. I hope you'll subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. I hope that you'll follow my coverage on Facebook at Atlanta United News Now, and I hope that you'll subscribe to the newspaper, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. I will be in New York covering the game. I'll have my typical game coverage. Uh, I'll have a story as soon as the game is done. I'll update that with quotes. I'll have my player ratings. I'll have a Southern Fried Soccer podcast. I'll have a few sidebars depending upon what happens in the game's action. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate your readership. I hope that you'll tell your friends about the coverage, and have a good day.